Hey, we're Brittany and Tiffany, and we're obsessed with all things meal planning. And we're here to help you navigate both the wild and wonderful parts of feeding your people. I'm a mama to seven and the creator of The Deliberate Day. I'm a mama of five, an ideal and inspiration. We'll teach you the tried and true secrets to getting meals on the table with more love and less overwhelm. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, get comfortable, and come learn with us. We are back with part four of five of our meal planning series, and we are talking about creating your menu. And this is where most people try to start the process, but it really needs to happen after you've looked at your schedule, you've checked what you have on hand in your pantry and your freezer, and you've considered the sales or coupons available. This is the secret sauce to being successful at meal planning. Okay, then Brittany, let's talk about actually building your menu. All right, so what you want to do when you're building your menu And if you had time to DM us to get the free mini meal planning kit, you've already written down your schedule on your beautiful meal planner, and now you're at the stage where you're going to start adding those meals. You want to choose meals that you, your husband, and your children will look forward to, are going to enjoy, and maybe even challenge your taste buds. Because trying new foods and teaching our children to love food, it really creates this rich food childhood. And it has more benefits than you can even count, than you can even imagine. It sets our children up so well. And really, it helps us grow so much. Food connects every person on the planet. And what a gift it is to teach our kids to appreciate food and to love and respect the people who are sharing food with us because that is such a gift of love. To feed other people, it is such a gift of love. So you're doing so much more in creating your meal plan than you even realize. This is so true, but I also want to give a little hope to mamas like me out there whose children don't like anything that they cook. Here's a thought. Maybe just pick meals that your husband and you like and your children just simply have to come along for the ride. <laughs> I'm well, just and saying. Listen, it, it does create this rich food childhood, but it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? It doesn't have to be elaborate meals every night of the week. You know, challenging your taste buds might be just adding broccoli to one dish. It might be just trying one new fruit. You know, fruit is delicious. And trying one new fruit, there's nothing wrong with that. Or maybe it's taking a beloved dish and adding something new to it. Or taking a new dish once a week, maybe. Yeah, don't over, I wouldn't overdo the change for sure. (laughs) No, certainly not. So you're gonna choose meals that you, your husband, and your children will look forward to and will enjoy, and maybe even challenge your taste buds. When you choose your meals, you can look on Pinterest, you can get inspiration from Instagram, like visiting us at the Deliberate Day for meal inspiration every Wednesday. And then you can create your meal plan to be what you need it to be. And this next one is really the clincher. And it's something that Brittany talks about all the time again. But you want to look at your schedule and you want to look at the meals that you've chosen, right? Yes, because you want to know whether or not the meal ease fits your schedule. And the meal ease is really about how elaborate or how time consuming this meal is. You cannot plan elaborate meals on busy days and then hope to be successful. It's going to flop. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a strain. It's going to be stressful. So you want to plan meals that make use of the Crock-Pot or the Instapot or reinventing leftovers or maybe even picking up food from out on days that you're super busy. 
So anytime you're choosing your meals, and this is why we start with schedule, you need to make sure that the meal ease fits your schedule. Absolutely, absolutely. So then once you've done that, once you know that your meal fits into your schedule, what other question, I guess, would you ask when you're doing your own meal planning? So the next thing I would say is, have you planned? Because listen, mamas, we need to work in grace everywhere, right? Motherhood needs loads of grace. And this is one way you can work in grace to your meal plan. Does your menu have at least two nights of ease? This is key for us. We often try to do everything at 110% right out of the gate, and it just makes it too much to maintain. We can't climb the whole mountain. So you need to have at least two nights of ease. In our home, on Fridays, we have a family movie night. Some nights, those are big, fun meals like fondue or something like that. Other nights, it's literally just sandwiches and chips, or it's cereal. You know, you need to bake in these nights of ease where you're going to need them. If you guys are gone to soccer and all of these other things on a Wednesday evening, bake in a night of ease, make that pizza night, or make it a night where you're just gonna eat cereal or you're just gonna do boxed mac and cheese. You know, there's nothing wrong with creating these nights of ease, not even creating, but like truly, truly planning nights of ease into your week. I would commit to it. You know, there are families who have nights where they order pizza out. I know our family has had a buttered noodle night for years until my kids revolted and asked for a baked potato night. But, <laughs> but, you know, just something where you can kind of put it in the oven, you can leave it out. Friday nights are our video game nights, so our family is kind of like that's where I relax. That's where the kids get a chance to chill. And so baking those nights in can make all the difference. Absolutely. Okay, so the next thing you want to do when you're making your menu is look for anything in your pantry or freezer that can be transformed into a meal that you can use up and save yourself a little money on this week's budget. Then what sale items or coupons can you utilize when you're making your menu? Check your local sales flyers, check your store apps, check your cashback apps, and make sure you're being savvy with them. Ibotta, coupons.com, fetch rewards. Make sure you are being savvy and you are using the coupons and the coupon apps are not using you. This is so true. And I know we've talked about in the past episodes, we have an Ibotta code for everyone that can get you $10 back. It'll be in the show notes, but we'll only give it to you if you promise to be good with it and you don't abuse it and you don't let that coupon cashback app use you. Right, exactly. All right, so this is something that Brittany talks about all the time. And this is another question when you're meal planning, that's a good one to ask yourself. Do you have a backup meal? And I want Brittany to tell us what a backup meal is. So a backup meal consists of three things, right? It can be made in 30 minutes or less. You have all the ingredients you need on hand at all times, and you can bulk it up if needed. A backup meal is going to save you on those nights where somebody showed up or somebody was invited, maybe by your children, to come eat with you and what you had planned is not going to work. It also can save you when you just are exhausted and you can't get to the meal you intended or something comes up and maybe there's an emergency or an appointment went long and you're not going to be able to make the meal you intended. Having a backup meal is a lifesaver. This is the life raft in your meal plan. So, 
Some of the backup meals are maybe spaghetti and meatballs. You know you can have the dried pasta in your pantry, you can have the sauce jarred in your pantry, and you can have meatballs already done up and ready in the freezer. You can easily bulk it up by just adding a little extra of those items. Mac and cheese, either even homemade mac and cheese where you've got frozen cheddar in the freezer and you've got pasta ready to go and you've got a little bit of milk left in your fridge. Egg tortillas, tortillas last for a very long time in the pantry. So you can easily pull those out, have them on hand, and make up egg tortillas, or even throw together something very quickly like quesadillas. Pancakes are another one that we like too, because I keep six boxes Mm -hmm. of namaste on hand at all times. Yeah, namaste, or birch benders, or a box of bisquick, where you can just throw together a really quick meal that doesn't require much prep or much thought, and you can easily pull it out and you already have those ingredients on hand. Okay, so now we've worked out our backup meal. I think it's important to think about also, can you invite your spouse into sharing the daily meal responsibilities or are you planning on teaching some meal mastery to your children this week? So when you're making your menu, this is a good thing to keep in in the back of your mind, right? Because just don't forget, you have a spouse that loves you and who wants to help you and you are a team, right? And then meal mastery can require more work up front because you're training your children, but it makes all the difference if you're willing to invest the time in the beginning. The return on that investment is unlimited for you and your children, right? And thinking about how you can fit those things in in your menu, thinking about your schedule and where you might need your spouse's help or where you could spend a little extra time teaching kids is amazing. I have, my oldest son is 14 right now. My next oldest child, just a wonderful help, she is 12. They are both in my house what I consider to be meal masters now. I can hand them a recipe and they can go and make it with very little need to ask me questions or to get stuck and need my help. Um, Mara, the other night, just pulled together. I was having a long night working on stuff and she literally just went downstairs, pulled together dinner in about half an hour and had dinner on the table for all of us without my need or investment in any way, shape or form. It was amazing and it was so helpful. And then one of the followers in our community right now, she messaged me personally and said after taking our meal planning course, it inspired her to just print the recipes she needed for the week, and then hand it to her teenager who was babysitting that night and say, here's the recipe. I want you to go ahead and make it and um, just see how it goes, you know? And he's also fluent in cooking, so it wasn't like just a, we're throwing you to the wolves or anything. But she said when she came home, he was so proud of what he had done. And he was just talking and talking about the fact that, you know, he had made this meal and it had gone great and he had done it. And it required nothing from her other than planning a meal that fit within his wheelhouse and then printing the recipe off and making sure he had the ingredients. What a lifesaver, mamas. And a confidence builder, I think, too. Like, building your kids up in that way is fantastic. Oh, yes, definitely. And we're teaching them adulting skills. That is an incredible gift to them. Okay, so now here's another thing to think about, and actually it's our final thing to think about, and this probably will happen once you've got your meals written in on your meal planner, but have you made the notes to take those me- those meats that you need for those meals out 
Have you made notes everywhere and anywhere? (laughs) Because, listen, it's quite possibly the leading cause of family dinner shortages in the world that you forget to take the meat out of the freezer (laughs) or forget to thaw things that you need to use. And really, while this step happens after you make your menu, we want to touch on it here because we highly recommend that you go back to your calendar or to your beautiful free mini meal planning kit and you write it down so that you'll remember to take it out, right? Or maybe get a homing pigeon or, I don't know, tie a string to your finger or set up a neon sign, whatever it takes, people. Just make sure you remember to take the things out of the freezer that need to thaw for the dinner you're planning. Especially those bigger roasts and meats, because that's key. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so here's our recap. Plan for meals that you and your family will look forward to. Does the meal ease fit your schedule? Have you planned for at least two nights of ease? Is there anything in your pantry or freezer that needs to be used up? What sale items or coupons can you utilize? Did you plan for a backup meal? Can you invite your spouse into sharing the daily meal responsibilities or spend time teaching meal mastery to your children somewhere in this week? Have you made notes to take out food when necessary? If you're still feeling intimidated or just need a little boost to start, send us a DM with the word bonus at the Deliberate Day on Instagram and we'll send you the link for the free mini meal planning kit.